this program to bring you a special report. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to South of the Eight, uh, the first one of the year. And very excited. I have here with me Joey Reyes. Yes. How you yes. doing, bud? Doing good, man. How you yeah. doing? Pretty good. How was your, your New Year's? New Year's was pretty chill. We yeah. had a uh, sickness we were dealing with, so we didn't uh, party too hard. Yeah, your wife was telling us. Uh, but I know he got rowdy here in Bar Logan, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, we. Yeah. Uh, uh, my girlfriend and I were having dinner. And we're just trying to be all cute, you know. We made steak and stuff. A shout out Jessica. And we're cooking and stuff and just having like a super cute moment. And all you hear is pa 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 pa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, there it is. <laughs> it's New Year's. So that was uh that was interesting. But it's also National City. What are you gonna do, you know? Right. Keeps the uh it keeps the gentrification out, so right. I can't be too mad at it. I didn't hear anything about anyone getting shot the next day. Yeah. So for all I know, it was it's like, no can a bullet really land on your head? Man, I've heard all sorts of things. Like, as a Mexican, you hear all these, like, folk tales of, like, someone right. shot a gun and then some lady was walking and straight to the... You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm sure there's folk folklore. And, like, there is some nuance to it. Like, of course, the bullets, the bullets got to go somewhere, right? Is it going to come down at, like, a super high speed? Because it's, like... Gravity. I guess the most dangerous ones is like a 45 degree. If you shoot something in the 45 degree, then it's like landing. We also have to consider, like, I think it would come down, right, if you shot it straight up. And then when it turned around, it didn't sort of, like, start wobbling. Because, I mean, that would still do some damage. I feel like that wouldn't be as bad. I don't know. A straight up wouldn't be as bad as, like, anything with an angle. Yeah. Because I think it's like, it's like... This is like the least, and then it's like faster, faster. Well, faster, then if you're like on the next town over, though, this could definitely yeah, <laughs> do that's some fucking damage. You up big time. Well, if anyone else, give us a put yeah, it in a comment, a, hit uh, us up. Uh, I'd love to hear your story about. If there's it. a ballistics expert. Expert. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But like I said, no harm, no foul. I didn't hear anything on the news, so hopefully no one got hurt. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, uh, we had a pretty quiet night. It, yeah, it, you know, yeah. it was fun, and we got the new year. I'm excited. I don't really do um, resolutions because I believe in becoming a new person every day, right. <laughs> not just every year. But you know, I, there are some things I want to work on. But uh, yeah, I know you started uh, painting again. That was pretty cool. Well, yeah, I actually didn't really. I used to draw a lot, right? But um, I wanted to do. I really like this guy Frank Frazetta. Never heard um, of him. Man, sorry. So <laughs> sick. I should I should probably find a book yeah. real quick. But artist? um yeah, he's an artist. He does like all those like fantasy covers oh, where cool, there's cool. like, you know, yeah. epic stuff. Where it's just yeah. like a dragon chasing a freaking like a those are awesome. a Conan kind you know, of character. That's I am a big metal fan. Yeah. You know, for things oh, yeah, like yeah, Ar- yeah, uh, yeah. Iron Maiden and like Slayer. Just yeah. stuff like that. They always had like this like nerdy undertone of like just dragons and just becoming the best and zombies and all this sort of stuff so i always appreciated that sort of stuff because they're always being the album covers oh yeah um i love that shit though it's fucking it's awesome i fucking love it yeah and frank frazetta is like the master but i'm trying to merge fantasy with also like you know soviet state artists oh cool yeah and chinese (laughs) communist state artists nice Nice. Um, that, that stuff slaps, man. I've always, I, I want to, we got a new place, so I just want to do like a poster. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like a nice USSR type style Dude, propaganda poster. Just because it's, things? they're sick, man. And they say have, they have some good sayings, right? Like, they'll, well, in like uh, Mexican folklore, there's like Pata says, 
Um, la tierra es de la que la trabaja. Like, the land is that who of... Sorry. The land is that of who works it. Oh, right? hell yeah. So, that Zapata, with that saying, but into, like, that style, whoever can do that, that would be amazing. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, in the, like, propaganda style, but in, like, that Zapata saying would be pretty bad. That'd be sick. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's like... They had, um, there's a big thing where it's like, oh, you know, let's form a new leftism. Let's not look at these Eurocentric yeah. Lenin, you know, Stalin, Marx and stuff. I tweet about that, yeah. And it's like, Lenin, dude. Stay away from the white guys. Remember, like, it, how the Soviet Union and who were they backing, you know, because that was the kind of the flaw in the Soviet Union, but it was also very inspirational for the developing world because, like, apartheid south africa you had right. u.s backing the apartheid government soviet union was backing the uh uh whatever that party was that was fighting apartheid the revolutionary party, the revolutionary party uh yeah. you know so many other places like where there was a direct conflict you know between the colonist forces the western imperialist forces yeah, and a lot of south the, america stuff a lot of south america stuff i'm i mean obviously big one is cuba, cuba you yeah. know it's like so crazy. and so to say that that don't even bother getting into any of that eurocentric white <laughs> yeah. stuff it's like dude that takes the entire history out of the whole situation you yeah know? i mean if you don't study your history you're doomed to repeat it right right so like i understand that like well, you can't do it word by word I, I remember reading somewhere that like even uh marx would look back at his pamphlet right the communist manifesto and be like even within his lifetimes he said like this is outdated like this the ideals are there but sure. like the execution of it is just it's it just outdated for their time you know it had been 10 20 years or whatever and he just outgrew it yeah. so like i understand that yes we can't take it word for word and we have to learn to apply especially with things like the internet that's something that like lenin never could have fucking imagined right you know what i mean like and this level of misinformation and stuff like that and uh, the niche markets for whether it's buying things or just consuming things there's just so many more things to uh, take but we do have to look at what has happened yeah and apply it to what we want and point point uh being is that like Soviet Union kind of collapsed for a number of reasons, but one of it was they didn't have enough consumer goods for the right. population. So there was like a black market that developed, yeah. you know, to get Western stuff. And like people wanted blue jeans and Coca-Cola, yeah. you know. Why? Yeah. And another one, you know, which is partly because of the U.S. and partly because, you know, they were really down to export their revolution was that they had this huge military budget, you know. And so they spent a lot of money on really big infrastructure projects, military, funding revolutions abroad. Um, and, you know, that kind of Drained fucked them up, yeah. you know. But China took the tact of let's not export the revolution. Let's do it in a way where let's first develop ourselves. And then yeah. when we have the ability to, we can start developing, helping uh, develop the the other world the third world you know kind of put your mask on first before you put it on so right like, right that sort of mentality yeah and so now it's like they're offering better loans to yeah. african countries you know mm -hmm. um 
doing things in a way like more of a chess game yeah. instead of like, well, I guess chess is kind of violent, but <laughs> I like, mean, but no, but I understand what you mean. Like th- thinking three steps ahead. Yeah. It's just the, like, again, and even China, right? Like they're not perfect. So even from then we'd have to learn, and these are still all experiments, right? Yeah. Like the socialist communist ex- experiments and things like that. So we have to understand that there's not like, it's not you flip a switch and you're like, done right you know like this isn't gonna change one day to the next and unfortunately because of where we are and how we have embraced capitalism because even as a person that like hates it to its core i understand that like fuck man i am spoiled with capitalism you know sure so it will be hard the transition will be hard no one's saying it's easy but right we're trying to get rid of billionaires but then that'll counteract so that we also don't have people on the streets right yeah it's a a homeostasis it's a bait it's a baseline we're going yeah. for and you know and people love to claim the fact that like you just hate rich people we were talking about this yeah. earlier like oh you just hate rich people it's like no man like listen if you can justify even people in under capitalism if you can sort of justify your money and you're not exploiting anyone i can kind of respect it you know yeah but it's just got to be really fucking hard to trace down that money and be like oh no look they're not exploiting anyone yeah because one way or another right like there's no um ethical consumption on the capitalism right and it's like identify the primary contradiction you know like what's what's a big freaking or a handful of contradictions it's like for me i always go back to it's like you know um do the working class uh control the levers of our society we're the ones who do all the work do we control the levers of society no Okay, that's a big fucking contradiction. Yeah, you know? that's a big problem. And then it's like, okay, so that class that oppresses, the owner class that oppresses the working class, they're going around the world and killing all the other working class people in all these other countries, yeah. you know, so that they can steal their goods. That's another really big contradiction. And, of course, when you go into, like, when you get here, you know, there's all kinds of other, what I would consider, like, sub contradictions and that's where we all get lost in the weeds i feel like if we kind of convince people to be like dude here's the main thing you know like this is what the rub is and this is like the root of the of the deal you know yeah i think there's um there's kind of a crazy example and it comes from i don't know did you ever watch the good place it's a show no, it's I've like a philosophy show. I, I recommend it, man. If you, if oh. it's in any of the streaming services that you have, <laughs> I recommend it. It's very like philosophy heavy, but as we know, philosophy is super intertwined with like, well, Marxist beliefs and just like yeah. very much of this like egalitarian. Anyway, but um, one of the things is that uh, they're in heaven, right? Mm. And it's after people die. Without trying to give out too many spoilers, they find out that no one's made it up to heaven in like a hundred years because to be a good person, right? It's too hard in the modern age. (laughs) Why? Because you want to give an old lady five bucks, right? Like, Oh, you want to, Oh no, sorry, not five bucks. Something that's worth $5. But that thing that was for $5 was $5 because it was made in a sweatshop or because someone was exploited for it. So now that's like a, you know, it's a right. cushion, but it's a blood cushion, right? So, like, you're not doing it with that intention. You're trying to be nice to your grandma, and you're yeah. trying to take care of her, but you don't know that where that sort of falls again. And, again, yeah. like, there's, to some degree, we do know some things, but there's so much that we don't know. Yeah. So, it really is hard to try to be a, a straight and narrow, you know? Well, it's just almost I think, impossible. 
that like there is no 100 percent good exactly that's what i'm trying to it's say like, yeah. yeah there's just like like they like it uh the bolivarian revolution you know the guy bolivar the actual guy way back in the day who fought the spanish yeah. you know and was looking for like a uh uh to create a patria grande um my my white ass fucking is <laughs> no, no, you, patria grande you, yeah you stuck the landing um, you stuck the landing i respect it but uh you know he fought the spanish wanted to uh you know seize the means of production for all of uh you know northern kind of uh south, south america you know and wanted to to create you know uh something that was without spanish control that they right. owned it you know but did he also massacre people you know yes yeah. did he also but the thing is when uh you know you had hugo chavez leading the Bol the new bolivarian revolution you know they still used him because he he it's like dude nobody's a hundred percent and we can still get behind the ideas without getting into they did this 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 you know it's about forwarding the ideas yeah you know and it's the same with lincoln it's like yeah he wasn't perfect he wasn't perfect but did he did he forward yeah. you know did he do his part to forward progress you know for yeah. you know yeah i um i kind of hate watch a lot of um channels uh, especially during like major like progressive holidays like martin luther king just passed and stuff like that his birthday um and i just hate watching because i just want to i want to see what these fuckers are talking about like i just want to see yeah. how they're gonna make this shitty right yeah and they almost always they do it kind of year after year and they try to attack this character right like well he was a womanizer and he had kids out of wedlock and he right. did this and he did that and it's like listen man even if all that shit is true right like he also led an entire movement that you know gave yeah. civil rights to people that deserve it they right. need it like that are born with it right like these are people that like um uh, that benefited from these uh movements and it's just insane that that's what that's what you're gonna talk about like listen again human it's mm -hmm. a human right like no one's perfect and again i'm not trying to justify those things all i'm saying is you have to look at the bigger picture and of course you're gonna attack that because you can't attack the other right without sounding like a complete racist which is what right. you are but you're just you need to hide it and you have to attack it in a different way also while like ranting about how gory trump is despite the fact of all the shit he's done so it's like you know it's bullshit at the end of the day it's bullshit it's an attack of character and they'll do it with like stalin they'll do it with like uh marx they'll do it with everybody right right but it's bullshit because it's just unnecessary arguments yeah but yeah and it's funny you know they always throw out this it's crazy big number about how many people the soviet union yeah. killed and included in that number is people that the nazis killed yeah and and nazis that, themselves and yeah nazis themselves and so like if you were killed by a nazi in the soviet union in world war ii that was because of communism you know yeah, and they checked, checked that off yeah. to uh which is bullshit which is hilarious it's bullshit it's disinformation at its best right like right. um i think we mentioned this in another uh, another episode but like I was reading something that, like, when they would ask people after World War II who was responsible for the fall of the Nazis, yeah, uh, something like 80% of the U.S. would say, like, it was the USSR. Because yeah. they saw it happen, right? Like, whether it was through the news, through the paper, through just right. word of mouth, through the soldiers, they saw it happen. They saw the collapse. They saw who actually stopped them at the cold front, you know? Um, and as shit went down in the... Um, 
you have the what's called the Cold War and things like that. Yeah. Well, now it's like us. Of course, we fucking killed the Nazis, and it's like Jesus, no, dude, like total rewriting it, of history. Yeah, on that exactly, one. exactly. So, in, in people say always like, oh, the history is written by the winners. I'm mean, like, no, the history is written by the guy selling you the book. Oh, you know, yeah, and that's, that's really what it comes one. down to. Because, like, yeah. what what does the South do? Uh, and what do they call the North, right? The Northern aggressors. There, yeah. right? So even the name, it's like, we were in the right, but we'll give you this one kind of thing. Yeah. And it's it's bullshit. Like, that's why it's bullshit. And that's why it's, it's I don't want to be too paranoid, but it's hard to believe anything we were ever taught. And I mean. Jeez, like, I don't want to get super Alex Jones here, but, you no, know. I mean. <laughs> but it really is. If for better or for worse, like, we got screwed in that sort of, like, history department for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we're, we don't know the rules of the game. Yeah. <laughs> they never taught us the rules of the game, and we're f- scoring on our own team. Yeah, we're scoring. We think we're they, winning. We think we're winning, but we're scoring our in our own goal. Yeah, man. It, it really is rough. And it, it, it's funny you say that because um, that happens a lot within, like, lower class, uh, like the lack of class consciousness, right? Defending uh, people with money or defending, like, industries yeah. and defending things like that. Why? Because someone might be telling them or because – Part of them is this aspiration of part of them thinks that, okay, I have to defend Elon Musk because one day I will become Elon Musk. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. No, come on. (laughs) It's really funny when you say some just like straight up, like true stuff that like, you know, the, the news acknowledges as true. Rich people acknowledge as true. And then you'll tell a person like, oh, yeah, this. And they're like, that's the wildest conspiracy theory I've ever yeah. heard. Like, yeah. I was, uh, like, especially with, uh, like, my parents' generation, you know, it's like, they're in their 70s. I swear, you say some stuff where it's like, well, you know, the Soviet Union did, like, 99% of the fighting yeah. against the Nazis, you know. You're, you've been consuming crazy communist fucking thing. It's like, Everybody in the world knows that except for like a small group of people in the U.S., you know, or maybe not a small group, a bunch of us, you know, and people might be like, no way. We're the most advanced world first world country. Like, how could that possibly happen? Dude, we still use the standard size system. (laughs) We still use inches and feet. And like, that's how ridiculous we are as a country. Like, you think that. Like, it would be 10 times easier to just adapt the metric system. Yeah. But we won't out of just, one, maybe sheer laziness, and two, because we stand our ground, right? Yeah. As a country. Add that to fucking the rest of history. Like, that's what it is. Like, it sucks to admit it, but you know what I mean? And, and we are, like you mentioned, we're scoring our own goal. We propagate that, you know, whether it's with, like, little conversational things or just, like, bigger things, especially if you, like think that this election was stolen like yeah. you know what i mean like whether you're you know on this side or that side part of us is still sort of nationalistic like there's still part of us that's like yeah we're gonna score today kind of thing you know right we try to deny it and stuff like that we were talking about earlier about like military things even the people that aren't super far right they'll support the troops because at the end of the day they think well better us have the gun than them <laughs> right right and because even that sort of like survival thing like pulling behind it it's still like well then you're okay with genocide like you're just justifying genocide because yeah 
because it's better than the mess when like no one's truly attacking us or yeah unless it's as a response to what we've done that's what people don't seem to understand because you'll throw something like well no one's attacking us and they'll say what about 9-11 it's like listen 9-11 was a tragedy but that was also a response to what the shit we were doing over there you know right so you know it's, it, there's just too many things it's hard to say that it's black and white yeah know? like a big one i i throw out is like um a UN organization or an organization affiliated with UN, I forget. I think it was you. I, I forget. They did a study um, on the effect of sanctions in Venezuela from like, I think it was 2017 to 2019. Oh. And it showed that 40,000 people died because of the sanctions, blocking food and medicine and shit from getting in to the country, you know? And like, when when all when they were trying to put Juan Guaido in, and I was watching it on the news, and I would be watching CNN because I was living at my parents' house, yeah. and I knew, you know, what was going on behind the scenes too, because, you know, there's other kinds of media out there, guys. Um, it was bizarre. Yeah, it was bizarre. And then when you tell them like, oh, during this time when we were screaming to overthrow, when when all the mass media was screaming to overthrow, uh. Maduro, you know, and implant this guy that nobody wanted. Uh, yeah, they were also killing 40,000 people yeah. by blocking food and stuff. And it's like, people, it's, it sounds crazy because it is crazy. It is crazy. And it's, it's crazy that they're insane. getting away with it. They right. get away with it. Like, there was these oil tankers that Iran sent to, I think, was it Cuba? I forget. Um, I think it was Cuba. They were, they were, they sent them like fuel and the fucking U.S. Navy just stole like, you know, like millions and millions of dollars of oil and brought it to Texas and parked it there. And I was just like, damn, they just get away with just like theft on like a huge scale. Like, yeah, unbelievable. And it's all justified, too. It's like, well, it's not theft. Like we're relocating resources. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, OK. So then are you going to give it back? It's yeah. Like, well, we have to see the situation. And it's just, again, it'll be like a long sort of like a lawyer talk type deal where it's yeah. like, well, you just don't. It boils down to you just don't get it. Right. Like you, we know better because, Ugh. you know, that sort of stuff. I fucking hate that. You know, and it, it sucks because you'll have anything will happen, right? Like, And it happened a lot through like um, COVID and then transitioning over to like the Ukraine, Russia war, stuff like that, where people will be like, wow, people were um uh virologists and now they're war experts and it's like listen man like i can voice my opinion <laughs> like i yeah. don't know if i hate that it sucks that you don't want to hear it but i am more than fucking free to voice my fucking opinion and i can again maybe i don't know the nitty-gritty of everything that's happening but it doesn't mean i see something fucked up and i can't talk about it you know yeah you could you kiss the boot more than being like, we should just stay quiet, you know? Like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, let me talk. Like, yeah. you know, and like, I understand you sometimes you're screaming into a void and you're not going to get anything from fighting with that guy. But it's just yeah. like, listen, like, unless we speak up, right? Like, nothing's ever going to fucking get done. And that's, it just sucks. It just yeah. sucks that people are so quick to be like, just nut, uh, nut up and shut up, you know, kind of shit. You know, when the Ukraine thing bumped off, I was... I had been following that, you know, I probably started getting into, you know, politics and like, uh, 
2016, 2017. So, but, and the US led coup in Ukraine was, I believe, in 2014. But when I started getting into it, you know, it was a hot, it was a hot topic because there was a lot of stuff moving at that time. So I've kind of been following it for five years, you know, Um, kind of not as in depth as now, but like, so when it bumped off and I saw the complete uniform uh, talking points, like every single talking point was the same there was no context at all and it was a hundred percent with the same voice like a fucking choir you know and then everybody posted ukraine flags and this and that and it's both sides i mean this is kind of the shit that like you see from both sides yeah and that's what's crazy because you're like oh like this is no longer left and right like we're not even left but you know what i mean like this isn't blue and red this is fucking usa kind of shit it scared the shit out of me yeah it scared the fucking shit out of me because I saw just like complete uniformity and lockstep. That was wild. Yeah. That yeah. was wild. And to this day, I mean, I still see people with flags on there. Uh, and again, listen, well, like I 100% feel for the people that live in Ukraine. Like, of yeah. course, the civilians, uh, the people that are truly suffering from this and the people have lost their lives, lost loved ones, lost their livelihood. Uh, people have been kicked out of their homes. Uh, their house have been just completely disheveled, yeah. you know, things like that. Well, I 100% am with them. But you have to understand that, like, Zelensky, right? Like, isn't... Yeah. <laughs> he's not the good guy. Like, it's just... This isn't a black and white thing. Like, the Well, think about it from... Just, uh, what people should do is think about it from a working class perspective. Was it good for the Ukrainian working class people to have, one, have their government overthrown by this other nation, the U.S.? Right have a a puppet government installed have their country flooded with weapons you know have uh this new puppet government agitate a uh you know another world superpower at the behest of the of the u.s you know and we've seen all their union unions are illegal opposition parties are illegal they're selling off all the state resources you know they have u.s corporations coming in buying up all the property and it's and 150 maybe even 200,000 Ukrainians have died. Yeah. People are qu- always quick to be like, "Wow, we're giving them so much money and just leave it at that." Yeah. It's like what was a 4.8 billion or something like that? Like they're like oh, twice I think now. What a what a handout to the yeah. weapons manufacturers. Yeah, no kidding. Cuz guess where that money is going to go to? Back to the US mm-hmm. as a, either pirate contracting or as weapons, right? Like right. like we're just sort of feeding like we're feeding the fire. It's what it is. Like we profit from the fire. So why not throw a couple bill, you know, yeah. when we're just going to get twice as much back? Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier too, like I also think it was kind of like, if we feel the fire, we can kind of see what Russia's got, you know? Like, let's see what they got. Let's throw some shit at them and poke the bear a little bit. See if it sticks. See how, see if it sticks, see how they react, see what the fuck is going to happen. And all at the cost of innocent lives. It's a fucking game to them. And like, it's all come boils down to the money. No matter how many people die, no matter how many people get kicked out of their country or placed in a, um, a military, um, camps or whatever it's just it doesn't matter like none of that matters yeah yeah god damn yeah it's it's depressing but again well one thing i was gonna say was it's like people should realize that 
like this is the new industry like back at the start of industrial revolution it was about textiles you know and they were building textile mills and now but the thing is it shifts there was the dot-com boom you know went mm -hmm. to tech the new the military industrial complex is the new industrial revolution mm -hmm. like every aspect of our society has been affected by this machine that's been created you know and they're going and they're agitating they're going right up to the borders of other countries you know right right in the taiwan strait fucking you know aircraft carriers going oh you don't do that you don't go to defend on the other side of a country right up to the borders of another world's superpower yeah. that's not defense that's agitation you know and be why because they sir they have the ability to make tons of money you yeah. know from this conflict you know yeah um i don't know if you've seen um all quiet at the western front oh yeah yeah that's a fucked up movie man and yeah. like for those people that haven't seen it and i don't want to spoil it too much but german loses <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh based on world uh, war one and um pretty much right it's the time in between where france is sort of pushing the surrender of germany um and kind of like how it's crazy because they'll show sort of it's a very graphic movie for one and two, they'll show the uh, differences between the people that are up in the front lines, kids. I mean, 17, 16 year old kids um, up in the front lines. Um, and then the difference of the people that are commanding the whole thing, you know, having a tea, eating some cookies before they discuss a little bit, you know, yeah. with the other um, before they send generals away and things like die. that. Yeah. And pretty much the whole movie, there's this uh, one guy that's trying to stop uh, the war just because he he's from germany he just because he sees how many people are dying and he can't believe it it's it's absurd right anyway that whole movie spends time in between that sort of stopping period before the war ends and you just get to see how much petty shit happens and you can't believe it because you see the people suffering but you also see how people are just like no nah, we'll push the meeting to tomorrow and then like yeah. a, a whole unit dies because they pushed it an extra day you know and just it's it's sad but it's also it's good to see it because you're like, oh, this still happens. Like, yeah, it, it really is a pawn game to some people. And it's a numbers game and it's a weapons game, but they don't care. They don't care how many people have to die as long as they get to look good. And without trying to give too many spoilers, Eagle gets in the way of one of the generals and causes the death of thousands of people. So it's just, again, this is based on World War One, but this is the fuck same shit that we see today. Well, uh, one thing was when World War One bumped off, they had thought that there was going to be this crazy, uh, you know, socialist revolution all across yeah. Europe. Yeah. And when uh, somebody gave Lenin a newspaper or something and it was like World War Two and and, you know, with the support of the people and they're joining the ranks, he thought it was a fake story. He oh, couldn't shit. believe it because he was like, just the other day, we had been talking with the, you know, working class organizations of Germany. Yeah. It was and, the war to end all wars, right? Yeah. And they had all agreed that they weren't going to go along with their, the, the uh, owner classes ambitions, mm -hmm. you know, and they, it just blew their mind. Like what? We had this plan. We just had it. Man. And that's what happens with us in the U S it's like the working class people of all these nations must be looking at us like, what oh my god yeah you guys uh, what the fuck you fall for it every time yeah you know 
yeah it, it's again um ignorance doesn't have uh or sorry ignorance has a passport right like we have it here they have it over there they have it everywhere like yeah it's just just to say that because you're in a first world country you're not being fucked with it's kind of ridiculous like let's be honest like even even if you're like kind of quote-unquote awake right yeah and yeah. you're like oh like i i see how i'm being fucked right um even for the people that aren't come on right like you know you you're being overworked and you're being paid shit like, yeah you have to know even the people that are like are making more money like let's push it over to the people like in silicon valley right like you're yeah. like oh wow these people are walking in with like two hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollars a year with all these um benefits and shit like that but like yeah aren't they also like working those people to the ground and like a lot of the um uh, suicide rate is huge and like people are just like uh falling into deep addictions and like, like yeah. there's there's many ways to exploit people like it's not just a slave wage kind of thing it could be um just exertion of yeah. work it could be uh sort of um eliminating their chances right like if you leave i'm gonna blackmail you and like or not blackmail you sorry blacklist you and you won't be able yeah. to work anywhere else like there's work in this town again yeah there you go i like there it sounds fake but it's just like there's so many other multiple ways to manipulate people right and and people have to accept that they're being fucked with. I think that's a great first step. It's like, yeah. listen, look at your situation. Is it right or could it be better? Yeah. Right? Well, I think that, you know, speaking of Silicon Valley people, you know, it's like that that group, the PMC, the professional yeah. managerial class. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like the intermediary between us and the and the owners. You know, they kind of interface with them more. Fucking class traders. Class traders. And they've <laughs> I swear to God, it's like they're it's like you guys should be on our side. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and it's pretty crazy because what their what their issues are become the national issues, you yeah. know, because it was like, let's not talk about all women's rights. Let's talk about women's CEOs and how they yeah. don't get paid as much as their you know counterpart we need a it's female like, exploiter yeah we that's what be, we need that'll that'll diversify everything and that know? was that was such a big talking point you know back yeah. then meanwhile the minimum wage which most people work is the same Everywhere, you know yeah. but what actually affects women what actually affects or the, the taxes women, you know? on their personal hygiene needs or the right for the choice like there's so many other things and like right. listen i am all for the girl boss movement you know what i mean i think that of course, women are more than fucking capable to do anything they want in the world. Yeah. That said, we have to understand that them opening the door for people to be CEOs, whether you're a minority, whether you, uh, you're a woman, uh, whether you know you identify as something outside of the norm, right? Yeah. They're doing it because if they do that, then now you become aspirational for other people. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that you didn't deserve to be there. I am sure that you do. But you have to understand that just becoming another exploiter in a different look. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, it doesn't make it right. Like, you're not doing the progress you think you are. Yeah. Uh, again, not to say that you don't deserve to lead a company yourself. It's sure. just to, like, listen, man. Like, you can't be an exploiter and expect things to change. You know, change comes grassroots change comes with everybody along not by leaving people behind yeah and it's just it's scary because people buy into it. it is aspirational and people do buy into it and people love to see that shit on tv and they're like representation and it's like listen i'm all for representation you know especially for kids and things like that but fuck disney 
because they just want to be able to sell to my culture. <laughs> you know, yeah. I love Coco, but then looking more into it, you're like, man, they just want to sell toys to us. That's yeah. what it is. And it's like, it's one thing to, you know, see people who look like you represented, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, for me, I don't see any half Filipino, half white people ever, <laughs> you know, maybe Joe Coy, I think. Joe Coy, is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He um, Man, I love that guy. He's but um, actually, Rob Schneider. Huh. He's a half Filipino. Interesting. Rob Schneider. Cool. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It's like it's one thing to see yourself represented, you know, but it's another thing to think about the back room conversations that the yeah. CEOs are having. And they're saying, oh, let's put, you know, this because we're going to make money this way, yeah. you know, and let's yeah. put this person here. That's we've done, uh, you know studies and that's going to net us a huge profit you know and i don't know do people not think about like that aspect of things yeah i've (laughs) I've heard it referred to as woke economics woke economics yeah Yeah, they're just making a financial decision it's not because you know because they they care they care it's the same reason as to why brands will have the um lgbt flag on their Twitter accounts, only in the things where LGBTs are accepted, right? Like they won't have it in their like uh, Lebanese account, but they'll have it in their American oh, account, gee, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they don't care about the issue. They just care to cater to their audience That's to like point. paddle shit, right? Yeah. To be like, we're with you, you know? And have you ever, oh, man, I keep bringing up shows and shit, but like, <laughs> have oh, you ever I seen, have shit. you ever seen The Boys? Oh, yeah. The boys is great. The boys is great on that because uh, Maeve um, is an LGBT character and it just shows how they're exploiting her LGBTness. Yeah. And she was afraid of coming out because she thought she'd get kicked out of the group. But it, they just exploiting because they're like, no, 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 this is in like yeah. we can use this. This is tracking. This is tracking. And you got your 10 points up and shit like that. And you hear all these words and you're like, oh, my God, that's true. It's just a fucking business. Like, yeah, they don't care. They At the end of the day, they really don't fucking care who you're with. Right. Yeah. Even even um, even like uh, Republican senators and Congress people and shit like that, they don't actually care about um gay rights or lgbt rights right they don't care about trans rights one way or the other but their demographic does care so they have to paddle bullshit and be against it why so they can get reelected and keep doing their shady shit and getting the lobbying money getting the consulting money getting all this sort of stuff you know they like i'm sure many of them don't actually care or are anti um uh, marriage rights or anything like that right but it sells so there's this crazy bit where it's like jesus are the is the right wing are the conservatives representing their constituents more than yeah. <laughs> ours are because it's like they are against those things and i feel like the angel their their evangelical christian base yeah uh, want that stuff oh, you yeah. know and so they're out there and but you those saw, one with money there's the ones sh- you know, lobbying and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, where'd you follow? Like, I don't know what the hell was happened. Speaker of the House, right? Yeah. yeah but yeah. the force the vote thing. Yeah. Were you into politics when the force the vote thing no, was going on? I didn't really get. To, I didn't really have a say in that sort of stuff because I was like, oh, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Did you do you know about it? Not not a whole lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh I, yeah. I, yeah. Well, it was like they, like the squad, all kind of ran on like we need to fight the Democratic establishment. Right. You know, we need to go you know gung-ho and and go in there and make a ruckus you know and it's crazy because you see these clips 
from right. back in the day when they when started they were, when they started and it is just a yeah. hundred one 180 degrees but anyways they had this opportunity to not vote for nancy pelosi unless she said that she would you know 15 dollars minimum wage or or uh, some kind of change, some, some kind of things kind of or change. or a floor vote on medicare for all and they said uh, all the squad like said no you know that's that's not right and we can't do that and stuff and and all the other progressive people of course were like you know no that's not how we do things that's exactly what the republicans just did yeah no okay Which so then i did insane. i said i didn't i guess i did understand it yeah <laughs> but yeah it, it's just it's crazy to think that like right the squad and things like that even those are pebbles of them being like all right shut up you got one here it is shut up you got a couple like you got representation. Can we just shut up about it now? Yeah. And at the end of the day, AOC, the squad, whoever you want to call it, um, they're not going to vote in our best interest. Why? Because they'll say like, well, no, we got to do this so that we can later do that. And it's like, no, man, you're you think so or you're at least want us to think so. But yeah, you're just playing the game. And then the fucking. Yeah, they're bewitched by the game. I yeah. Because think. Think it's like oh. going to work out. But I... Yeah. It ain't gonna work out. Yeah, my headphone—it <laughs> just flew out. <laughs> oh man, with so many technical difficulties today, my arm doesn't work. And then, the, anyway, yeah, um, yeah, it—it it just again, and and people will say, well, like, well, they need to do that so they can be reelected or they can stay where they are, and then they can, then they'll do real change. Then it'll be okay. I'll fight you know? for you next year. Next year, <laughs> or next election cycle. Just make sure I get it. Yeah. Same with just like Biden, right? Money. Like same with Biden. I think it's so funny that people think that people on the left, like on the actual left, give a fuck about Biden. You know, and it's like, well, your guys there, he's really fucking it up. I, I remember mentioning something about like. Uh, not wanting, not even voting for Biden, just not voting for Trump. Yeah. So now every time something happens, I'll have a coworker be like, "There's your guy," you know. And it's like, dude, I fucking hate him too, man. Like, you know, he went back on, um, on uh, what's it called, uh, debt relief, so fucking fast. You know, I'm just like, oh Make no, your head spin. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. I was saying community college. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, no, actually, not at all. And then the whole rail strike uh, fucking conundrum shit. And then just so many things that it's like, dude, this guy fucking sucks, man. Like, we didn't want him there either. It's just that, yeah. you know, when you're stuck between a fucking rock and hard, I don't know what the saying is, yeah. rock and hard place, yeah. or whatever the fuck. It's just, you know. And yeah. then, uh, you know, forty billion to training. Uh, I think it's like a hundred thousand new cops or something like that. Yeah, plus whatever he sent to Ukraine, plus the fact that the cages and the border are still there, and the right. border is being rebuilt, right? And all it's he like does all is... those Trump projects are full steam ahead. It's oh, like... full fucking steam ahead. Yeah, they never went anywhere. That, like I voted for Gloria Lariva. <laughs> and yeah, how did that go? <laughs> uh, not very well, but uh, yeah, the, this last uh, election cycle that we had a like a local election. There's a lot of surprisingly, there's a lot of like uh, independent runners. Yeah, uh, so that was nice to see. Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's like I'm gonna vote, but you know, I I know there's the, the I don't it's think a low it chance. Doesn't. Well, you know, I think I think we need uh, a third party to come in. Yeah, the yeah, the two party system is fucking. The stupid. two party system is just like a fake wrestling show. Yeah, it's a, it's exactly what it is, and and the worst part is that we buy it, uh, especially when we get heels like Trump, right? Yeah, because yeah, it makes for good fucking TV. That's what it does. It riles people up on both sides, 
and then they made so much fucking money off. Oh that. yeah, he. I think he um he makes something like two million or uh, four million dollars on just hats, because he's a businessman, right? So yeah. he fucking said, "Oh, here's an opportunity f- yeah. to make some cash." And said some crazy shit, sold some hats, made a bunch of money, and I'm sure he makes money off the fucking rallies. Well, yeah, and you know? CNN made a killing. Yeah. All the media made a killing too. Yeah, the it was such good cycle. for business, you know. Yeah. And I think for CNN, their their profits have like plummeted. Yeah. Because there's <laughs> no know, one to shit on. <laughs> no one to shit on twenty four seven. Yeah. Well, it's same with like Fox. Fox is loving this shit. Fox is loving Biden. Like, oh yeah. And they're trying to forget about Trump. Like they are trying really hard. Why? Because Trump is starting to get fucking crazy. Like his shit. Like he's selling like what is it like Pokemon cards? Not Pokemon cards, but <laughs> like cards of himself. Like no limited way. edition cards of himself. Yeah. Like, like trading cards. Like trading cards. And NFCs yeah, and not NFCs, sorry, NFTs. NFTs. Yeah, it, it's Whoa. it's some wild shit, man. Like it's some wild fucking shit. But anyway, it's just again, like you said, it's just the two party system that it's just all working in cahoots, um, because they have class consciousness. That's that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, man. that's what it is. Um, and the Democrat Party, I will never get tired of saying it's not the left. No. They're fucking. If there was a middle, they're definitely on the right side of that middle. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, there's what they call um, the ratchet effect. Is that what it's called? That every time you'll have something like a Trump, right? You'll push more to the right. So then, to compensate, the Democrats have to sort of push with it. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. they lose the centrist and they lose a lot of their demographic. But what happens is, uh, throughout the years, you have what we have now, where both of them are just right. Two different tastes of the right. Yeah. You know, so and it's like, like Bernie, right? Bernie would have been great for us as working people here yeah. in the U.S. You know, maybe we would have got health care. Maybe we would have got better infrastructure. You know, who knows? Maybe he would have been railroaded from the moment he got in. But he still voted for Iraq. Yeah. And he still voted for the bombing of uh, Yugoslavia. You know, and or he's he still in the system. Like he's the, still in the that's system. That's the heartbreak part of this yeah. whole thing. Like he's still within the system that he has to play into. Yeah. But that doesn't justify their actions. That that's what people people are quick to be like, Well, he's still Bernie though. And it's like yeah, man, but he's not helping. He's definitely with the little power that he has, right. He's not helping. Even if it was like because I don't know that Bernie's vote would have made a difference, but even even as a gesture I'll be like, no, we're not going to do that, you know, mm. even though he would have been overvoted or sure, whatever. Yeah. He couldn't even do that. Like, yeah. he couldn't even fucking do that. Why? Because then he'll piss the wrong person off and then he'll be booted off. Right. You know? So then that really makes you think like, well, then fuck, what would have happened him with him as a president? Because I, I love Bernie, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of people did sort of start being like, oh, shit, some of the stuff he's saying, isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know? And... um. But yeah, I it just really makes you think like fuck. Maybe if you would have made it to president, would didn't you, things would have even changed? You know, like it's hard to think that they would because yeah. I mean the, I mean maybe things. That's what that's it's like. Maybe the material conditions of working class people would have gotten better. Yeah, I think that that probably would have been the case. I'd like it, to think that. <laughs> I'd like to think that that was the case, even if it's marginal, more so than the way. At, between like a like a Biden or a Trump, you know, it's like 
okay, those two are more similar yeah. than, say, you know, Bernie and Bernie Trump. and Trump, you know, yeah. and Bernie and Biden, like because he's out saying this kind of stuff and he has a history of trying to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But at least he brought it up to conversation. At least he brought it up, to which I think is super important. And I really had high hopes for someone like AOC. You know, it's just yeah. that you want for people to, to at least bring it up to conversation because his ideas, even Bernie's ideas, they're not that fucking radical. Like, hey, how about we pay people a little more? Because even right. 15, I think back when 15 was it like 2013, 14, I think I was like yeah. graduating high school and like the whole 15 minimum thing popped off. Yeah. And I'm now uh, 27 years old. So now it's like that was a fucking that was like ten years ago. Like, yeah. fifteen is not worth what was ten years ago. So now I think uh, it's something like twenty six dollars, twenty seven dollars yeah. would have been the equivalent of fifteen. So we're still asking for fucking scraps. Like this is still a zero sum game. Yeah, just learned that by the way, zero sum game. I have a hard time figuring <laughs> out what the hell that is. So it's what it is, to me about someone explained times. it to me is, or I heard it on a podcast, and they even they made a mention out of it. So what it is is that no matter how much you win, you still end with nothing. Zero oh, sum game. I see. That's the see. way they explained it, and I like. I have that, that book there, non-zero. Non-zero, huh? Um, and is I that think that about? somebody gave that to me to explain to me. <laughs> no shit. I also learned what Cash Twenty Two is, or I knew what it was, but I know where it comes from. It's from a novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has to do with someone um, that you have to. The only way you wouldn't go to war is if you were mentally insane. Right. Yeah. Mentally unstable. But they called it crazy. Pretty much yeah. is the word that they used. Yeah. But people would go and be like, I'm crazy. And it's like, well, the catch 22 of it is that if you were crazy, you wouldn't say you were crazy. It's just like a fucking it's like a paradox, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Like a verbal paradox. A paradox. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Fuck, man. Words are insane. English is weird. English is <laughs> I try weird. to uh, for the longest. I think I was like 20 when I found out you don't say adolescent. It's adolescent. Adolescent. <laughs> I remember I said adolescent to someone and they're like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's how you write it. Like, adolescent. And they're like, you mean adolescent? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. English. Yeah. English is weird, man. I don't like it. But anyway, we. If you, yes, if you okay, could learn okay. another language, what would you learn? Ah, oh, French, man. French? French is cool. Oh, wow. French is cool. Take but take you as a, a Francophile. Well, I like jazz. And oh, cool. jazz is huge in France. I mean, it's an American. Um, yeah, music genre, but yeah. um, like Miles Davis, uh, John Coltrane, um, Louis Armstrong, they spent a lot of time in. Uh, also, love Hemingway, and he spent a lot of time in oh, France. Wow. So um, I don't know. Like it, I, I'm sure I glamorize it a lot, and I don't even glamorize it for like Paris kind of shit. Yeah, just like the wine, the Bohemian lifestyle, the fucking that kind yeah. of shit, the jazz, yeah. like yeah. that, the Hemingway shit. You know, that's what I I glamorize of it. I don't know that I would ever really. I mean, I'm sure I'll want to go, but it's not my first stop, you know. Yeah. But for yeah. I, French, just sounds cool. And I fuck with wine, man. I like wine. <laughs> I like wine. I didn't, but my girlfriend got me really into wine, so yeah. I like wine. Man, I went to Paris. Oh yeah? Did yeah. you like it? Is it everything yeah, it everyone says? Sick. It was Did pretty it stink? cool. <laughs> it didn't stink, but definitely people, you know. Are a little snooty sometimes, but <laughs> mostly imagine. everybody was super nice. That's cool. Um, I heard the countryside, it gets a little weird. Like, huh. uh, my cousin, he was biking through the countryside. He said everybody was just such a dick. Yeah. But, yeah, there was this one th weird, I was at this bar, and 
there was a urinal and it was out it was in the hallway so there was two <laughs> bathrooms to go in convenient and then there was a urinal in the hallway but it was it was open like yeah. if you were in this bar and then you just turn the corner and i was just like i peed in it <laughs> but it was like yeah. and then like luckily i finished quick because then a girl came passed right by. passed by like yeah. a minute later and i was just it's always plagued me like was this like a holdover from way back in the day and nobody really uses it or I'm was pretty it sure it was just a fucking bathroom dude you think so yeah you know why because um the u.s has this like weird obsession with bathrooms um mm. in mexico they'll have like just a fucking trout outside trout, yeah outside just like pee here kind of thing oh yeah so not everywhere yeah but in some places they'll just have a fucking trout like it's just an open trout yeah um so they're I think they're pretty common. Uh, but the All thing right. is, again, like, um, it, I, I think that because like, people have said, like, oh, there's trash everywhere. It's just like, stinky and the food is like this and that. Right. And they were saying also that the bread was uh, really dry or not dry, but not sweet at all. And it's like, yeah, man, do you know that our bread is a pastry? In yeah. France? Like legally a pastry. Yeah. Because of the amount of sugar yeah. that's in it. So they even name Mexico like sweet bread, right? They they don't call it bread here. We yeah. would just call it bread. Yeah. But over there, they're like, no, no, no. This is like sweet bread, like bolillo or um, telera. It's just like the it's a torta bread. You know? Yeah. That if you eat it by itself, it's like most of it is pretty stale. Like it's just bread. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure in some places they'll add a little bit of sugar, but it's mostly just fucking bread. You oh, know. Yeah. And here we got our fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> raisin cinnamon yeah. bagels and shit like that. Yeah. I did some tight shit. We went and we got. I saw everybody walks around with a baguette. I mean, maybe not everybody, but like I definitely gotta, saw a lot of people. It. Nice. Like picking up like two or three baguettes and putting them in their backpack. Do you eat anything fun? Um, the best freaking thing I ever had in my life was this apricot tart. Huh. I had this apricot tart and man, crazy, crazy good. Yeah. Like cool. I've never been like fucking floored by something <laughs> and I worked in a kitchen. Yeah. Um, and I've been cooking for a long time, you know, and it's like, damn, that They're was good. probably the best thing. They are the, the best pastry I've ever had. Lead of pastries and food. Yeah, it's so good. I'm a sucker for like Anthony Bourdain or like anything food related, like yeah. shows and stuff. And they can't. And everybody says like you can't deny it. France just fucking knows how to cook, you know. So I respect yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I I'm sure I would. I do. I would like to go. I'll say that. I would like to go. Yeah. But when I think of wanting to travel, France isn't necessarily the first place. But yeah. I respect their strike and their writing abilities. Oh <laughs> Those hell Those guys yeah. are fucking wild, man. Hell Those yeah. guys are crazy. I saw a video where they have a Cut fucking. Cut your head off, dude. They have a grill on top of an old school uh, train rails. Oh wow. And they're walking, striking, walking, and grilling food. I'm like, these oh guys are fucking God. awesome, man. That's they, nice. You got to respect them. They um, headed a lot of people. <laughs> dude, the yeah. ruling just, class has never forgotten that. Yeah, no, dude, they are fucking literally. scared. That's literally what they're scared of. Like, that's that. And then they, I think they bring a guillotine to every um, uh, just in the altercation. Off chance, yeah, they know? just, to be like, hey. Remember this? Yeah, don't fuck with this kind yeah. of shit. And it's beautiful, man. That's the kind of shit sick. we need. And they also, uh, I'll keep fucking gushing over this, but their firefighters are always in the strikes yep. and shit like that. Yep. So Damn, the demonstrations. That's what we need, dude. Yeah. If we had a breakaway segment of, of, 
you know, like government workers that would take a stand and side with like working class issues, you know, damn, that'd be so sick. Yeah, it's crazy. Like people, people are quick to be like, well, the cops are part of the ruling class. And it's like, no, man, they're class traders. Like they are also exploited workers. Right. The thing is uh, that they benefit from who's mm-hmm. in charge and they're like the the muscle that's what they are they're yeah. the muscle in order to the special bodies of armed men yeah you know yeah so it's it's rough because listen these are normal people i will say that and i'm not i'm the last person to justify a fucking cop but these are people and that's what's heartbreaking because it's like man you really fucking you're fighting against your own fucking interest that's right. what you're doing right uh, but it's they, like, to them, of course, they feel attacked. They feel all these things. And it's like, yeah, man, maybe because you're part of a fucked up system. Do you ever think about that? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, maybe the problem isn't the people you're there to protect and serve, by the way, which you don't, you intimidate. Um, maybe you're just part of the wrong side. What the hell do they think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They think that, from what I've heard, um, they really feel attacked. Because I was watching this clip of how they have this training where it's like, you have to react and like your life or theirs. Well, and it's like, yeah, they are attacked because yeah, yeah. fucking everybody doesn't like them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But there is not just enough to be like, Hey, like be careful. They tell them like, no, it's you against them. Like it's these people are animals and you are the only line of defense and you have to, you know what I mean? Like they, they really put it in their heads that like, like fucking you're, shoot, you're fucking protecting shoot. like the thin, I mean, they're kind of told exactly the truth, which is that they're there to protect the status quo and that like, you know, who knows what will happen if if these the rabble gets their say. So it's like, yeah, exactly. And people people are always like, um, well, you know, they're here to help to protect and serve or what the fuck. And it's like, well, okay, let's see what a cop does. Right. Um, Your landlord is kicking you out. Right, because you're a couple of days late on rent. Who are they yeah. gonna call? Right, fucking cops. Right, uh, you're striking because your employer doesn't pay you the money that they owe you. Who are they gonna call? Yeah, the cops. Yeah. Right, like it's just in so many instances, uh, the cops are just used as fucking a militia. You know, a private militia to shut up uh, deserters. And it's also <laughs> to the, th- it's like the threat that yeah. forces you to work. It's like yeah. You know, oh, you can't afford housing. Well, look what we do to these people. Yeah. You know, the homeless people. Yeah, Jesus. You want to get those videos that get... popped out here in San Diego were horrendous. Man. Yeah, and so they're there to serve as kind of like the, you know, the stick. Yeah. You know, to That's be exactly like, what they are. look what's gonna happen to you. Look what, look, watch me do this to this person and get away with it because I'm sanctioned by the state to do this. Yeah. You know, so you guys better get in line. Yeah. You know. I mean, a war like Vietnam that we can now most agree. Oh, Jesus. No. Again, with the technical difficulties. Oh, it's still recording. Okay, we're good. Oh, perfect. What's up? What was that? It was just a low battery sign. Oh, low anyway. battery. Anyway, uh, a v- uh, the Vietnam War, right? Something we can most agree that was ridiculous. And the people that were opposing it at the time, right? And Which, by the way, these weren't... There's this sort of idea that like hippies were against the war but it was really like the radical left that was against the war the hippies just sort of hijacked the movement 
there were about drugs and vibes and shit like that. Not to say that there weren't <sighs> many. Like, Abby Hoffman is a great example. Like, he was a revolutionary that dressed as a hippie because he knew that he had to play to it to attract enough people to make shit happen, right? Yeah. But even he said it. Like, these people don't believe in this. They just are anti-establishment well, for the sake of Well, because they're all PMC. Yeah. You know. Anyway, I, I got off track. But <laughs> even that, right? Like, people that were opposing that for the sake of, like, peace for the sake of improvement for the sake of becoming a better world who attacked those people the cops who attacked martin luther king the cops who yeah. fucking killed martin luther king right like who killed yeah. like who's killed all these different people who attacks blm who attacks anti-fascist which by the way it's in the name they're anti-fascist so anyone that they're against is right. a fucking fascist you know what i mean yeah. and you can trace this back to like any sort of movement it's always this a uh, women's suffrage who were they attacked by the cops right yeah where did the cops come from they were slave catchers like there's slave no patrol slave patrol there is no angle where you can justify to me the use or the need or well, this is for a cop. that's the essence of uh, uh, hist historical materialism. Yeah. You know, <laughs> is that before class society, you had, you know, primitive communism. And this was all around the world and Europe and everywhere. And people collectively shared the land and, and it was with their band and stuff. And mm -hmm. maybe they fought with another group occasionally. But within the band, everybody, you know owned you owned your personal items but the land and the resources we right. shared you know but once you get into a society where there is a class that owns everything and doesn't work and then there's a class that works and then those people their lives become parasitic on the working class guess what you need these special bodies of armed men yeah. in order to codify and and hold that relationship you know, so it's like uh, feudalism, same thing. Slavery, yeah. same thing. Ancient Rome, same thing. Like you need. Evil. It's always been there. <laughs> you need a group of people to bust the necks to make sure that this system yeah. can keep running. Yeah. You know, which is why it's stupid when people say like, well, it's all a meritocracy, right? Like if you work hard enough, <laughs> you'll be fine. It's like, how is it that I could work hard enough? when something literally has a fucking baton on my neck like yeah the people with the money the people with power will make sure that them and themselves are okay whether they're fucking idiots or not right whether they have the merit whether they have the knowledge like maybe they have the knowledge because one they can pay uh for proper education proper nutrition uh proper housing all things of which you need to become or that are very helpful, not maybe not need, but are very helpful to, you know, <laughs> gather this knowledge or whatever the fuck. Right. Being able to go to college without having to worry about where you're going to sleep or eat. Like, think of all that. Right. So it's crazy when people it's like, well, whoever's in power, they deserve it. It's like, fuck, man, shut the fuck up. And meritocracy is so funny to think about, too, with like, um, like new forms of new new uh, enterprises and stuff. Like if you become like TikTok famous or or, yeah, or yeah, an yeah. influencer, it's like they put in the work. They were <laughs> shaking their ass on. They did so many dance videos, you know, or yeah. like they did so many like reaction videos. I will and, say and though, they, I respect that person more. Yeah. Than your crypto bros. Sure, sure, <laughs> you sure. Know what I mean, but it's just funny to put yeah. that same lens oh, on it. Of it's course, like, of course. yeah, you know. 
yeah, it, it, it is it is ridiculous because then you'll look at the broad because like people that will be like, well, they worked hard, right? They worked harder than you. That's where they are, where they are. So yeah. like you're telling me that Elon Musk works harder, right? Than the nice lady that wakes up, ask crack of dawn, to catch three buses and a trolley, to get to work, to work for twelve hours for less than minimum wage. You're telling me that Elon yeah. Musk works harder than that lady. You're fucking insane. Like that's stupid. And you're and then just telling that person to be like, well, you know, try harder and you'll be fine. You know, mm -hmm. it's <laughs> come on. Are you fucking kidding me? That's why you lose sight once you once you leave the working class and you become like a professional managerial person or like, yeah. you know, higher. It's it's so easy to lose fucking complete sight yeah. of what regular working people are doing. Yeah. It, it also goes to where like. Shit rolls downhill, right? So if you're looking up and you're like, man, I wish I was that, it'll make you feel better if you start looking down like, yeah. fuck you. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like watching cops. Up. Yeah, pick it up, you know, shit like that. And it's like reality TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, or going online and be like, well, 15 is just too much money. Like, come on, dude. Like, first, it's not out of your fucking pocket. So shut the fuck up. God, what a loser. But also, like, you really don't think that people deserve that like more money it, people say like all they do is flip burgers okay well then how about we just get rid of that industry as a whole how about we get rid of like wouldn't you fucking suffer don't you go to mcdonald's all the fucking time don't you need a coffee all the time right like don't you need someone to make your sneakers or build your phone like people are so quick to be like oh then just leave that job without realizing how much we all need or want or use or benefit from those jobs yeah you know it's it's stupid to think that um we could just all take a class and become bosses like that's not the way it works to have a society that works we need someone scrubbing the toilet we need someone working in the farms we need someone building yeah. the infrastructure just as much as maybe we need someone entertaining and we need someone doing this and doing that you know all these positions need to be filled which is why all those positions deserve a livable wage, something yeah. they can move forward with and not have to worry of, am I going to be able to feed my family or am I going to kicked out next week? Yeah. You know? um, I've been thinking a lot lately about like state artists, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if we have that here. I mean, maybe people get grants definitely from the government yeah. to do art, but like a straight up like government employee artist, you know? Huh. Um, and like during the great depression, like FDR paid all these, uh, artists and, yeah. and actors and, and playwrights and stuff like this, okay. uh, to go out into these like towns that were totally, you know, going through it and like do like painting lessons and put on shows yeah. and have like classes for the kids and stuff. And the, and this was in like the twenties and thirties and stuff. And just how like that really puts it in because it revitalized yeah uh, you know definitely. and there is everybody <laughs> every job is so useful you know art gets thrown under the rug it's like oh you're an artist you know? no 100 like, we all benefit from but well, what is art right like anything that makes you move a fucking meme can be art yeah so of course we need art right you yeah know what i mean like it's it's stupid to think we don't and it's like in various times in history, everything has been, uh, you know, a government job, you know, yeah. like artists, janitors, this, yeah. that, you know, like 
I don't know. It's just interesting to think that how how different our lives would be if there was like, you know, more honor in the work that we did. You know, hundred yeah. percent. I could not. Yeah, it, it's crazy because people are so quick to be like, no, no, no. I'm doing this for now, but I will. I need to be in an office. Yeah. Right, because an office will have the higher status, and then people in an office be like, well, no, I'm just doing this until like my portfolio pops off yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and like everybody will have some and, and listen i'm all for aspiration all shit right like you should do something that you feel fulfilling and you feel like but there is so many um necessary jobs that get ignored or get looked down on and it's like fuck man if no one does it right like i think we talked about yeah. this the first episode the, pi- the pipe players yeah like pipe players yeah. man like my co-workers or the fucking people cleaning the sewages or the people going to your house right. and installing your cable even like it, everybody all, all jobs all work is necessary right like what? it's just and guess which one isn't though fucking owning the company <laughs> right that's the one thing where you could be like fuck off yeah and that's the, the first thing gets to play golf all day exactly fuck that you guy. know it's like Hmm. <laughs> and, and, and when I Suspicious. say yeah, when I say fuck that guy, I don't mean like oh I'm jealous of that guy. I want to be that because that's one thing people will be like fuck that guy. I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like no, I'm not saying that. I mean fuck that guy. His money should be spread into the people that are actually making the profit. You know, yeah. not just owning it or got it inherited or bought it at the right time or well, had one idea and bought a hundred more. You know, and now is insanely rich. I think, like, yes, there is the aspect where, like, the FBI murdered all those Black Panthers, you know. But there's also the aspect where people with radical ideas get folded into the system and become those high-paid people. Yeah. And then that has a material change, you know, makes their minds think differently. And then now they're kind of like you know well, incorporated into the system and they and they begin to you know be champions for the system and you see this so much so it's like you know maybe one day me and you will get our uh, <laughs> we'll get our big time offers yeah we'll right? be uh, incorporated into the system it's funny because I, I was thinking about because every time we go to the like uh, gas station and stuff like that you'll see like the mega millions and shit like that yeah and i don't really play it because i hate being super disappointed every yeah. friday yeah. or whatever whatever day it is so i i stopped playing a long time ago but every time i look at it i'm like man what do i what would i do with 500 million i was just you know? thinking because it's just like a fun little mental thing i used to have uh, a co-worker that was like oh you shouldn't do that to yourself because you're just like and it's like listen it's just a mental exercise like of course i don't have that fucking money but it's just in a theory like what what would i do with that money right like everybody thinks that they would donate it or like help people you know so i started going down the list of like your typical shit like well house family right. know, stuff like that um but then it makes you think like I kind of would want to just fucking ugh, get get rid of it as much right. as I can before I know for a fact it would corrupt me. Yeah. Not out of the bottom of my fucking niceness, but out of fear of the temptation. You know what I mean? I know oh, for yeah. a fuck, give me a year with millions of dollars, I will become a piece of shit. Oh, I mean, you know what I mean? It, like, I, I hate to admit it, but like, probably, you know? I mean, that's part of the realizing the real world that we live yeah. in. Yeah. Is that material change fucks with the way that you think of things. And if yeah. you're not immersed in the working class, if somehow you get scooted out of the working yeah. class, you all of a sudden won't begin to be a champion for no. working class values, you know, yeah. few and far between. Yeah. And that goes the person who can, you know, 
go against that. And that goes both ways, right? Like people that are just at the bottom of it all, they are the ones desperate enough to be like, well, fuck, I'm going to kill someone for money today because I need to feed my family. Like that's what people don't seem to understand where like, why is there crime? Because there's a need, there's a void and there's a void of resources and people are desperate and you can't tell me that you wouldn't do something like that unless you're put in that situation. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Even if you're put in a situation and you tell yourself, no, I'm not going to do it. Good for you. But guess what? Everybody's different. Everybody comes from a different situation. And also, right, like their nature versus nurture shit. Like if it's normalized for you, then what do you think you're going to do in times of trouble? So people need to understand that even within crime, right? Like we see this sort of, desperation or um, materialism affecting us yeah right whether it's because of it or because of lack of so you know and again there is outrageous crime out there and i'm not trying to justify all crime but what i'm saying is that we have to look at things like robberies and and things like that and sometimes they even those things escalate right out of fear out of human error out of fucking anything right like um so it's just crazy it, yeah. It's just crazy to think that, like, uh, we could just look at something like that and be like, well, no, he's just a bad guy. Let's give him 10 years. And it's yeah. like, well, no, man, that guy couldn't fucking feed his family. Like, he's right. trying to survive. And that's bring it back to dialectics again. One of the rules is quantitative change equals it turns into qualitative change. Yeah. You know, um, you get whipped on the back once, okay. You get whipped on the back a hundred times, that's going to change your mind. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like yeah. these things, it's like somebody gives you $10, okay, that's not changing my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. $10 million, ooh, now we have oh, a qualitative shit. change. Now, yeah, you know, now you want to <laughs> buy, buy a sweatshop. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, let's open up that arms uh, factory, <laughs> yeah. you know. Let's yeah, it, yeah and, and again, people will be like, no, that could never be me. I would donate all of says. that, right? And it's like, it's just to have to understand that a lot of these things might be outside of your control, right? Because you might, fuck, for all you know, you give it to a VC and they invest it. For all you know, they're investing in the most horrendous shit out there. Yeah. And you're making a profit like, oh, all I did was invest. Right? Like, yeah. you just look at the name of the company like, oh, well, all they do is, I think they're something with like, uh, yeah, contracting? Computer some kind of chips? Yeah, computer chips and batteries. For, for drones. Yeah. And then you start looking at the cobalt mines and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're doing? That's where my money's going to fucking pay the assholes that are whipping those people's backs? Yeah. So, again... No, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. No, no ethical consumption. No ethical consumption. Even not more than consumption, just uh, involvement, right? Like yeah, under capitalism, they just it just won't happen. Unfortunately, it just will not happen, and that's why it has Somebody's to get dismantled. Somebody's getting screwed, and that's why it has to get dismantled. Like there is no reforming the police. There is no reforming our political system. There is no reforming capitalism. We need an overhaul. We need. A revolution. Yeah. I mean. We, you know, it's like. the There needs to be some kind of force that goes after the real criminals, you know. Yeah. The war criminals. The the mega freaking pedophiles, you know. Like, <laughs> now I'm getting into, yeah, yeah. you know, the people who, like, steal billions of dollars. like Or, like, the Sackler family yeah. who did the opium crisis, you know. Yeah. And they made, like, billions of dollars off of, like, hundreds of thousands of Americans overdosing on opium, yeah. you know. Or, or the people's, yeah, or the people's that own know? those cobalt 
uh, binaries or the ones that own um, diamond binaries, right? And the blood diamonds and shit like yeah. that. All that sort of stuff, yeah. That's why it's like if the working class takes control of the state, well, you know, flip it on its head. Now we need to start going after, yeah. uh, you know, that class, yeah. you know. So I don't know. We will need a some kind of force to <laughs> yeah. keep those see, uh, yeah. bourgeois like, in line. Like you said, it's always been a thing, right? Like yeah. the USSR had a military presence. Or yeah. like maybe not military per se, but like just a presence, a force presence. But you have to understand that like intention comes a long way. And then also who's pulling the levers, right? Like yeah. again, this isn't gonna be a fucking friendly thing. Like there you know, the one percent of the one percent isn't gonna give the keys to the castle. Right. Cause like, oh you guys you guys win, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's not how shit's gonna go down. And and I think that's when people start getting paranoid because you're like, What you wanna start killing all the rich people? And it's like, listen, uh what it is is we need change. <laughs> and I'm not gonna tell you how it's gonna happen, but we need fucking change. Yeah. You know. It's yeah. And you know, I think going back to the Soviet Union, it's like that didn't work. Yeah. So we need to learn from that, learn from their mistakes and move yeah. forward and, and craft a plan for our specific conditions here in which it will work, you know, yeah. and it's like Again, for accounting for t- uh time oh sorry, not time, but the year that we're living in, the current societal issues and like everything along with it, right? So there's a lot of changes, and that and it's not again, it's not gonna be a flip of a switch. This has to, yeah. this is it will take time. You know um, what I was thinking? I was because I'm like thinking, okay, the new world is gonna be part of the old world, part of the new world mixed together. Yeah. You know, go forward. Like a great example is like uh, at the end of slavery. Okay, then you have, oh yeah, uh, you know prisons and they're doing work and it's segregated and stuff and you have the Jim Crow and stuff and so it's like the new world gets incorporated into the old world and then that's how things go forward it's just like back and forth and I was thinking about uh, um, like food deserts and fast food and stuff and like what what would it look like if we had a revolution and what would it look like for food distribution and then it's like I was thinking keep the same model you know of fast food but they're like government owned like yeah. healthy organic food yeah it's distribution not some frozen centers. piece yeah. of shit right and, but also but it's like the same thing we would still be doing the act of going through the drive-through but yeah. you know having if, people make the food in a this and totally so, different way yeah and again listen like we said like all, a lot of jobs most jobs are very much necessary in society yeah um which is why a lot of them would stay Right, like yeah. your drive-through workers are gonna stay. Yeah. Right. It's just who operates them is the difference. Like yeah. that's why, like one step in the right direction, right? Like before overthrowing capitalism as a whole, is uniting as class and unionizing works workplaces. Why? Because those places that are already exist, they can improve. How by providing proper payment benefits leave uh, all these other things right yeah so that's a step in the right direction and yes that doesn't mean that we'll start all oh, we live in a co-op and you know and yeah and overthrow all the shitty people but it's a step in the right direction and it's giving us class consciousness yeah and that's i think that's where it starts when people realize that hey i'm being fucked with if they did it at Amazon, then maybe we can do it at the stupid ass McDonald's. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you got to put shit in people's hands. It's like, 
I remember when the Obama phones came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People freaking loved that. Yeah, yeah. I still see know? those all the time. And it's like, that's what you need to do. Obviously, you know, fuck Obama. He's a freaking crazy war guy. But, yeah. like, that Which, was. <laughs> yeah. Who isn't, right? Who, who the, isn't? Who, who are the presidents isn't? isn't? You know? Yeah. But, like, that's what you need to do. You need to put things in people's hands. Yeah. Like, real material change. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what a, that's what a $15 minimum wage and, and health care would have done. But, yeah. And we had a glimpse of it, right? Like, uh, we had Obamacare for how shitty it was. It was, it did help some people, you know. It just goes to show that, or how how can I phrase this? It shows that there's a need for it, but doing it half-assed just doesn't do the fucking trick. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it backfired on them, of course, because why the Republicans they made the live, and the people that would benefit from it had too many fucking problems with it. Mm -hmm. So. But why? Because they did it half-ass. Because they tried to appease the Republicans while the Republicans were going to fucking hate it anyway. And they tried to appease the insurance companies. Yeah, exactly. How the fuck are you going to do that? And it's like, dude, our goals, the insurance company's goals and the people's goals are not aligned. Diametrically opposed. Yeah. They will never sync up. Yeah. So it's like any half-half is just going to go to the people with the power. You know, the benefit is going to go to them. Like. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's rough. But uh, anyway, Joey, it's been Woo-hoo! a lot of fun. Uh, first uh, episode of the year. Thank you for <laughs> Here we go again with the low battery. Low, low battery. Uh, Still thank rolling, you though. for anyone that stayed this far. Thank you for checking this out. If it's your first time, I'm David. This is Joey. You can check me out at that Pro Vega. On Instagram and South of the Eight SLT Eight Podcast on Instagram. Oh, and Joe, cool. where can we find you? You can find me at Reyes underscore Rarities uh, at Instagram. That's this bookstore here. Book yeah, it's everything you we see here. Make sure to come check it out. Come say hi to Joey here. Yeah, have a chat with him. He's yeah, a he talker. Come in, spitball with me, man. Yeah, it's awesome. It's all good. And uh, come buy a book. Uh, reach yeah. out. He's uh, right in front of Por Vida in the R Hub. In the back. Yep. Anyway, oh, Joy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love to make the plug. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, Joy, so much, and we'll see you on the next one. See ya.